Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you, Mark Aram. <laughs> Excuse me, Mark Aram here. You there. That was a, a sour cream and uh, onion potato chip. Wow. Sour cream and onion? Here. Cheddar? Cheddar? Che- I don't know. What kind of potato chip I just had. Anyway, 708, Mark Aram with you till nine. You know the drill. Everybody here, Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic uh, large ankled man on the other side <laughs> of the takeout window. Ten inches in circumference right there on yeah. his right ankle. Well done. Chuck's dainty ankles uh, will be screening your calls. Dainty. In comparison to real men's ankles. Lady ankles. Is that because of your uh, athletic career that your ankles were? I think so. They help you sprint? Help you run? Too much running. So I have a question. Okay. I have an answer. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to save it for later in the show. Okay. I'm going to save it for later in the show because it's funny. And uh, I got to tease that. Something funny is coming up in the show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Something funny. Uh, and Dennis Miller's coming up in the show. Little Sanjay's coming up on the show as well with Would You Rather. Uh, so we got a full show tonight. But I want to start off with the press conference, which we carried live for a- an, hour an hour here, right? Yeah. Uh, President Trump's six. first uh, solo press conference in a long time. Long time. Yeah. Um, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, <laughs> in case you missed it. Uh, a quick recap of some of what you missed here from ABC Radio News. The accusations of sexual misconduct against Judge Kavanaugh from three different women, President Trump called false. But when Christine Blasey Ford tells her story to Congress, the president said he could hear something that causes him to pull Kavanaugh's nomination. I do want to hear what she says. And maybe she'll say, I could be convinced of anything. The president conceded his opinion about the accusations against Kavanaugh has absolutely been influenced by sexual misconduct allegations lodged against him in the past. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. I'll, I'll play some uh, cuts of the president today at the uh, press conference. Um, tomorrow, the, the, the hearing, which is will uh, include the first accuser, Dr. Ford. I think a, just, a fourth one just popped up, if, I, if I'm reading correctly. Um, the first accuser, Dr. Ford, and Judge Kavanaugh will appear in this hearing. Here's what's amazing. I don't know if you guys know this or not. Jamie Dupree is going to be in that room. He's one of the few reporters selected to yeah. be in that room. And normally, like if you sent um, Edgar Tragitz to cover that, he couldn't file any reports during the uh, during the hearing, right? Because he'd have to record something. I'm Edgar Tragitz, and this is blah, blah, blah. But with Jamie Dupree 2.0, he just has to type, type it out. It and the radio reports come. So we're going to get live audio reports from Jamie Dupree in the room. That's amazing. That's, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's cool. He's got a big day tomorrow. Jamie Dupree got picked to be in that room. Not a lot of reporters are going to be in that room. Jamie Dupree is going to be one of them. So the, the hearing starts at 10, Deb said. Mm-hmm. The question is, who knows what could happen between now and 10? There's a, you know, 
who knows if that hearing happens. But if it does, you'll hear it here live on WSB Radio or WSBRadio.com. We're going to stream it. I think both. Both, okay. And Jamie Dupree will give us live updates from inside the hearing room. Normally, I try to go to bed a little after 10 a.m., but I'm going to stay up and listen to the radio tomorrow uh, to hear that. Because, listen, it's a big news story. This is a big deal. And as, you hear, as you'll hear with my interview with Dennis Miller, um, my, my opinion on this is I don't know what happened. I wasn't in that room 35 years ago, so I, I don't know what happened. Uh, so I'm very curious to hear um, what goes on tomorrow. Uh, and you'll hear it here live on WSB Radio. It's good stuff, Longoria. It is. Proud to work here. Yeah, I am. Very proud that I'm one degree of separation. separation yeah, I was just going to say that you're an arm length away <laughs> yeah. from half an accident. Exactly, exactly. I will know someone that's in that room tomorrow. Yep. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's big stuff. Uh, I do want to talk about, let me let me play some audio from from President Trump, because I'm sure if you're just getting in the car right now, um, you, you missed the, the full length thing. If you do get a chance to uh, check it out, it, it's worth the watch and the listen. Here's President Trump talking about... Uh, asked about the third accuser that came out today. People are going to have to make a decision. 36 years, there's no charge. All of a sudden, the hearings are over and the rumors start coming out. And then you have uh, this other con artist, Avenatti, come out with another beauty today. So that's President Trump talking about the third uh, accuser coming out. Um, here's more of President Trump from the press conference you heard here on WSB Radio. The role of the FBI in all of this. The FBI told us they've investigated Judge Kavanaugh six times, five times, many times over the years. They know him very well. But here there was nothing to investigate from at least one standpoint. They didn't know the location. They didn't know the time. They didn't know the year. Here, here's the, the audio you'll hear most of. What does, did you hear what President Trump called these accusations and, and everything against Kavanaugh? Big, fat, con job that that's what he's calling you'll hear this this cut played many times somebody could come and say 30 years ago 25 years ago 10 years ago five years ago he did a horrible thing to me he did this he did that he did that and honestly it's a very dangerous period in our country all right that wasn't the cut where's the the big fat con job that's what the that everyone's talking about right now on uh, on social media he called it a big fat con job um all right so there you go there's some audio i do want to talk about president trump but not uh in the way that you think not about the press conference um deb found a story this is pretty amazing so we all know about air force one right the the greatest plane ever it's got everything in it i mean i would love to someday i want to get on one yeah absolutely have erickson hook that up i should try maybe (laughs) i don't don't know in the current administration (laughs) if we have this guy But um, at some point, <laughs> yes. I want to. I want that's a bucket list thing. Yeah, fly me to Vegas in that thing or something. Like, how cool would that be? <gasps> I want to see what they because the only way I know what it looks like is from movies. You and know, it's big. What what carries their um, SUVs when mm-hmm. they travel is just as big. Oh really? Oh, it's enormous. When yeah. they went to they went to Montana a couple of weeks ago. And my brother lives right by the airport. I yeah, go ahead yeah. and play the music. <laughs> and uh, John said he goes, I couldn't figure out what was going on because these enormous planes, one after another, started flying over their house into the airport. And then he drives by, so he parked and looked, and they were just SUV after SUV, big limo. They're all so. Not only is Air Force One come in, but they have another plane that they hauls have two, the. They, well, depending on what they're doing, but yeah. this one they had two planes wow. come in. 
with all their their SUVs and everything. So you and I could be in Air Force One. Yeah. And Deb and Longo could, could be, be in the in the, in the, in the trailer. Pl- yeah. <laughs> the trailer back plane. in coach. So we got to put us in the back. <laughs> Listen, this, you, Racial you, stereotyping. You, no, if you, yeah. <laughs> I know. Chuck and I are used to flying first class, so you guys I'm on are this used, side of the border now. I'm not on the other side. <laughs> you guys are used to flying coach. I'm so. not setting up that live broadcast yeah, now. Exactly. Chuck and I will be in the main plane. <laughs> drinking single malt scotch. Yeah. And you guys enjoy your peanuts. But he said the, they're, they're, it's, the an, it's an plane. enormous tra- cargo plane. Yeah. So um, Deb found this story. So not so we know about Air Force One and Marine One, which is the helicopter that they fly around in. But you mentioned the transport plane that, that carries the SUVs and stuff. President Trump got a new limo. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, it's, uh, what's it called, Deb? It's the Beast. Got, the Beast. It's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course it is. Th- is that show still uh, on Pimp Your Ride? Is that still? Oh, a thing? No, I don't think so. Not, I don't think so. This is the greatest but... pimpy ride story yeah. I've ever seen in my life. It's it's one point five million dollars, and it, it doesn't look that great. I mean, it, it's I think that's a Cadillac, right? Yeah. And it looks. It, I mean, it, it looks. It looks like a big limo. Not. It's like half limo, half hearst. Really, it's kind not. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's a weird looking thing, but it's one point five million dollars. Check out the stuff that comes in this thing. The Beast. This is the president's new limo. I'm I'm very jealous of this thing. It comes fully loaded. Including bags of his blood type. Oh yeah, there's bags of the president's blood in the limo. I knew they carried that stuff like in the planes and yeah, you know, when in travels, in this limo. In the limo, they've got oh, bags just in case something happens, so yeah. they'll have blood yeah. available. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's. Cool. I wonder if they put that in like where the ice bucket is you know, <laughs> for the drinks. It says he's got a special fridge for it. A special yeah yeah, yeah blood. You gotta be careful. So when you become you president, sure. One of the things they do is they sit you down and they're like, Mr. President, now we got to take 18 pints of your blood. Well, I don't know if it's his blood or if it's just his blood type. Okay. I, I don't know. Um, I would imagine. I it's... bet it is his blood. I bet he donates I'm... it. No. I you bet it's some um, so? prisoner in, in Gitmo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think he's going to trust that. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you eat? That's what, you what I'm eight saying. Like, I don't think they would trust just regular <laughs> right, maybe. blood I don't type. Know. It's actually his. It's I don't a 20,000 pound fortified Cadillac CT6 stretch sedan. It can spew out, like this is Batman type stuff, a smoke screen, it can fire tear gas, and leave an oil slick on the road. <laughs> what is this, Spy? That's what like was James that? Was that, Bond that stuff. Video game? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto? No, no, no. no. Where you were a car, old, where you were, a, where you would get into the into the 18-wheeler and then it would spit you back out. I forgot what the yes. name of that was. Uh, Knight Rider. Was no, it, it was a night ride. Something like that, though. But you could do oil slick. Oil and... slick. That legitimately, this thing, the beast, has an oil slick. Um, it runs on six uh, f- uh, six tires, run flat tires. So even if it like, hits a stop stick, it'll just keep going. Yeah. Um, extra large wheel wells, night vision, door handles that can be electrified to shock assailants. Nice. So like, if, Cho- if low team runs up to the motorcade and tries to open the door, he gets shocked. Like how, how how much would you want to screw with people? Like, no, get in. Yeah, just grab the door, and then you hit <laughs> that button, and your buddy's like, "Dang it!" Um, it of course has the ability to dispatch nuclear weapons um, out of the car. Well, they always have the briefcase. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it like they came out. It of the has car. eight inch thick walls, five inch multi layer windows that make the doors as heavy as those on a seven fifty seven jet. The limos among a dozen created by GM under a fifteen point. Eight million dollar contract. Is this now? Is this a green vehicle? Are, are no we, are, freaking are, are, way. Are, 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 no. Are we getting more? I, that, four this thing gallons, this heavy? Four it's, miles a gallon. Yeah, basically, right. I mean, as heavy as yeah. that thing is, that's. I mean, yeah. That's got to have a beast of an engine. 
What you couldn't go more than a hundred miles, right? How big's the gas tank? I wouldn't. I would. I, I think they just need to get to the airport. Where I don't think they'd be anywhere where they yeah. have that far to go. So I am uh, as jealous as I am of Air Force One. I'm very jealous. I I would skip the blood. The blood fridge I would turn into a... <laughs> the blood fridge. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Put Jaeger in there. Yeah. Do something else. Chilled Jaeger. Chilled Jaeger. There you go. Yeah, we don't need the blood. I'm not that... I'm not particular. <laughs> but uh, isn't that crazy? So here's what I want to talk about. And, and I don't have an answer myself, but I'm assuming you folks might. Do you have a dream car? Forget about money. Forget about insurance. Forget about where you are in life. What is your dream car? If you could snap your fingers and have your dream car, what would it be? We'll start off with that. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Big show tonight on WSB. This couldn't happen, 52%. Women are so angry. President Trump earlier today in a press conference you heard here live on WSB Radio. I'll play some more audio from that. The Beast is the new limo that the president will be driving around and sounds fantastic. By the way, Longoria, the uh, video game that uh, you couldn't think of or I couldn't think of. Yep. Um, Spy Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, Chad on Twitter. Spy Hunter. That was a best good game. game. That, well, I don't know about best, but it was good. It was good. Uh, Nick's in Loganville. Nick, what is your dream automobile? Uh, I mean... I always wanted the the uh, old VW uh, van, uh, but the the reason why I called, I, I thought it was kind of cheesy, but I, I thought uh, that was a car similar to Death Race, uh, the original one with uh, Sylvester Stallone and David Carradine. I don't, I've never saw that. Deb, you're familiar with that? Deb Race? You, you laughed a little bit. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's all fortified, this car, and they basically, dem, like, it's a demo derby almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I thought, I saw, like I said, the cheesy part was I thought it might be uh, Land Force One. Oh, that'd be, a, that'd be a good name. The Beast, I don't know. I don't know if I would name it The Beast. But yeah, yeah, the, the, the Beast. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if anybody knows, but it's like the... Uh, twisted metal video game they used to have but it's like the Demolition Derby but with a bunch of different stuff. I did a demo derby once to... with uh, Captain Herb down in Atlanta's Motor Speedway. Really? Been fun. But he didn't tell me it was a Demolition oh, Derby. Oh, that would have been so cool. Oh. He's like, oh, we're going to race around the track. I'm like, okay. And I get down there and there's like two beat up pickup trucks. I'm like, alright, <laughs> this is interesting. And he's wearing a freaking suit and a helmet and I'm like, what is going on here? He didn't tell me we were going to be running into each other. That's though. Awesome. Yeah. But I mean... I won the race, to be to be honest, but only because I was trying to avoid getting hit by him. Did they didn't give you a helmet? I don't think so. <laughs> he had a full like fireproof race suit and a helmet. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. He's like ramming the side of my truck with his. Ideal car. What in honor of the beast, President Trump's new limo. What is your dream car? 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show.
Welcome back to the show. 7 to 37, 23 in front of 8. Mark Aram and gang at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. here on the Nifty 750. Big stuff still to come. Dennis Miller will join us. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. In case you missed it, uh, amazing press conference heard here live on WSB Radio. President Trump holding his first solo press conference in a long, long time. In case you missed it, a quick recap from ABC Radio News. President Trump says he believes Brett Kavanaugh's denials to accusations that he sexually assaulted women as a teenager. But Mr. Trump says he's keeping an open mind. And maybe she'll say, I could be convinced of anything. Maybe she'll say something. But in the meantime, I have to tell you, he's one of the highest quality human beings. Mr. Trump saying he may delay his meeting with Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein so he can watch testimony. Andy Field, ABC News. I'll continue to play audio from the press conference tonight on the show. Tomorrow, Jamie Dupree will be in the meeting room where Kavanaugh and the accuser will speak, and he'll be providing live updates for us there. So big stuff tomorrow right here on WSB Radio. Uh, in other President Trump news, the Beast was unveiled. The new $1.5 million limousine that will uh, take the president to and fro. Amazing stuff. Uh, oil. It can shoot oil out the back. It can shoot uh, smoke screens out the back. It's got a blood bank in there in case the president needs blood. And I'm, assu- I'm assuming a TV or multiple TVs tuned into Fox News, right? I mean, there's... I would think so. Just one channel. One channel. I'll see how not. Wow. One channel. Just throw it up there. Um so as cool as Air Force One might be, the Beast sounds almost as cool. If you're going to be driving around uh, a $1.5 million limousine. Talking about cars, what is your dream car? I don't have one really, which is pretty sad, I think. Really? I have dreams, but they don't involve vehicles. They involve Selma Hayek. Yeah, she's nice. What, what, Jennifer would, Lawrence. What car would you like to see Selma Hayek in? <laughs> what, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ford Pinto. I don't care. I don't care. Do you have a dream car, Longoria? I guess a Lambo. A Lamborghini? Yeah. Good luck getting in that with those fat ankles. I know. I don't think I can fit in it, but yeah. Chuck, do you have a dream a dream car? Uh, I, li- I like older cars. Yeah. I, I've got a 49 I know. Uh, Chevy. I know. Yeah, we heard. Um, in a barn. Yeah. Bragging about your wealth. Go ahead. No, I, I like. I like. I don't have a dream car. I just. I There's like not old... one in particular. You no, just, no, no, it, no, Whatever no. it would just... be, though, would be an older car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything like pre. 60. All right. Deb, Deborah Green, you have a dream car? Uh, my love for cars comes from my father, and he's into the muscle cars. Oh, so you, have a, you have a side piece car, too, right? A side piece car, a yeah. Mustang or but something? But I've always loved the uh, the Cobras. Like a 427 would be amazing. Wow. My, my old program director had one, and he would bring it into work, and I would stand next to it and stare That's the Mustang it. Cobra. Well, sh- yeah, the Shelby Cobra, yeah. Yeah. I went, uh, <laughs> silly me, I went years ago to try to buy one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how expensive they were. I saw one on. I can. I can remember the exact moment I saw this car, the Shelby Cobra on on Peachtree in front of Lenox Mall, and I'm like, "That is badass." I'm gonna go buy one of those. And the guy laughed at me when I walked in. He's like, <laughs> "Were you dressed like that?" He's like, "Listen, traffic boy, this, you, this isn't how much happening. are they?" I, in in 2000, it was out of my price range, so I don't I don't even remember. It depends on which kind you're getting. There's different varieties, but the super rare ones are over a million. What? Yeah, no, I didn't want that, but I wanted like the stock one. You can get a kit car for a couple thousand and just make it yourself. No, maybe I'm talking. Does he look like a guy. I'm talking about the Mustang Cobra. Himself. Oh, you're talking about a newer model. I'm talking about like an early 60s. No, no, model. this is like a 2000 model. Yeah, Cobra. 
Yeah, and the no, guy I know literally laughed me yeah. out of the dealership. He's like, "That's funny. That's probably closer to like seventy to eighty. You said, can go in there now. So take a donut, donut and get the hell out of my my showroom. <laughs> <laughs> they're away free donuts. The, wow. Yeah, he's like, get out of here. Uh, all right, so what what's your dream car? That's a simple question. Trips in Tucker. Trip, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? All right, Mark. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Oh man, just enjoying the evening here. Ready to get get home. Dream car. What do you have? Uh. Mine's not too exciting either. My, my wife drives an old 2006 uh, Cadillac Escalade. It's funny. I call it the beast as well. And <laughs> I would I would love to just be able to get her a brand new Cadillac Escalade. You like, I don't think I've ever uh, – you know what? I've been in them, but I've never driven one. A lot of Uber yeah. drivers have the Escalades. We had one as a station vehicle once. Really? No, maybe not here, but I know we had Definitely one. Definitely not here. Yeah, no. we had one once. We called it the yeah, – Do you the know caddy. what car I didn't enjoy driving? Uh, uh, the Hummer two, the H two. Oh, those are awful. The, I, we had so that's what the severe weather chaser used to be. And every year I would drive it out to Captain Herb's Toys for Tots events. That I don't like driving that Too thing big. at all. Yeah, it's just it's like trying to drive Buford. They're clunky, you know. It's just <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's like driving a tank. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but I, the Escalade looks nice. I've never driven one though. Carlos in College Park. Carlos, what's up, my friend? Hey, my pleasure. Uh, listen. Uh, Back in 2013, I went to a Thanksgiving dinner, and my brother-in-law is vice president of Merck Pharmaceuticals Ooh. and married a young lady whose uh, brother-in-law was the president of Citicorp. And I drove my 2013 Hyundai to the backyard, and all of a sudden, he pulls up with an Aston Martin convertible. Wow, that's hot. Oh, tell me about it. Not only that, he threw me the keys and said, take it for a spin. What? And my wife, yeah, and my wife told him, told him, not unless I go with him. Yeah. And we pulled up into the, uh, this is in Chester, New Jersey. And when we pulled up to this traffic light, these two young teenage girls, 18, 19, whatever, turned around and had these big smiles on their faces. And my wife looked over to them and said, it's not his car. <laughs> oh, what a killjoy. <laughs> Come on, Mrs. Oh, Carlos. Come on. Do you know what I've seen a lot of around? I don't see very many uh, of the Aston Martins, but um, the Maseratis. There's a lot of Maseratis in Atlanta. Is there a Maserati dealership here? Isn't that Porsche? I don't know. Again, I'm 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 really because like, Porsche's here. So, so I, when I went to dinner on Saturday at the valet, you know, the valets will park the nice cars up front. Yeah, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like I don't know if that I don't know who that benefits. I guess you get your car quicker, and they like to show off. Oh, there's nice cars in this restaurant. Yeah, and I pull up, and there were three Maseratis in front of the. I'm like, where where did these come from? Where they park your car? Yours is a pretty good car. No, my car. They parked it and. You, know, you got a Jag. Yeah, but it's it's used and. <laughs> well, they don't know that. They, of course, they know that. How do they know it's used? Well, they know it's older. Well, maybe you're into older Jags. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I just I don't know. I see Maserati. There's a, a lot of Mater- Maserati dealership near where I live. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is, they must be giving deals because I see a ton of maybe them. Maybe you can afford that one. I doubt it. Tony's <laughs> in Noonan. Tony, you are on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm fine, Mark. Dream car, my, my friend. My dream car, 1969 Plymouth Superbird. Tell me about Factory that. Factory original. Hold on, I'm going to Google it. That's the one they built. 
They built it to look like a, a NASCAR, had the big wing on the back with the wedge front end, 426 Hemi, dual quads, four-speed. Oh, that's a, a that's monster. A, that's, a, that's got the back tail thing? The tail yeah. thing. They only built 250 of <laughs> them, them, so it would qualify <laughs> I know what it as is, a yeah. production car. That literally looks like a an airplane. That's pretty cool. That's a badass car right there. How much? How much does that go for? Today, yeah, at Barrett Jackson, you're probably talking a million and a half, two million. All original for an original. Yeah, all original. But you can buy a poster of it for eighteen dollars on eBay. <laughs> yeah, that's about what I'd get. All right, here's a 1970 Dodge Hemi Challenger for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, I got a buddy up north where I used to live. He's got a '68 GTX. 440 Super Commando with 40,000 original miles. His dad bought the car brand new. Wow. That's, I see, I'd be nervous Dri- driving a quarter million dollar car. Like you mentioned, what did you say you wanted? Lamborghini. A la- I'd yeah, be so nervous. I'd be so nervous in Atlanta traffic driving there, that thing. There are Lamborghinis that race, again, near where I live, because yeah. when I go to church, they just zoom by. Sure. And yeah. It's it's kind of scary when they come by. We just did a story on 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 uh, drag racing on Far Road, right here in Buckhead. People, dra- I don't know. <laughs> and there's there's so many potholes on that road too. It's like crazy. What are you doing? Uh, Lou joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Lou. Hello. I think uh, if I had my choice, it's a tie between a Buick GNX and the Superbird. I had a chance to buy both. I passed on both. I ended up buying a Grand National, brand new that I still have. But I'm still kicking myself in the rear end for not picking up the GNX of the Superbird. I like the way that GNX looks. That's hot. How much would that cost right now if I want to buy a GNX? I, you know, I still see them. I still see them at Barrett Jackson and in some magazines. You could probably buy one that's been driven for sixty to seventy thousand. The ones with no miles are up over six figures. That's can I, yeah. That's can a, I, who's this Barrett Jackson guy? Everyone keeps talking about. Well, who is this guy? Bear Jackson's an auction house. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, man, this guy owns a lot of cars. Bear Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Go well, ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Lou. <laughs> and I, one, one question. The Democrats made a comment about uh, Kavanaugh or any of his picks before Trump made his picks that they weren't going to approve any. Are people really shocked that they're doing what they're doing after making that comment? I don't know. I mean, they, they, some Democrats voted for Gorsuch, so, I mean— I know what you're saying. Some Democrats said they won't approve anyone, as I, I think they're all ticked off about the Merrick Garland thing. But, I mean, Gorsuch got through without any big hassle, you know? I, so I don't know what's different about this one, um, aside well, from the fact that he's replacing the, the swing vote with Kennedy. Well, that's what I mean. This is probably the most coveted seat, second most coveted seat other than the president. They're not going to be able to legislate from the bench anymore. And some of the lower appellate courts, I think, are going to be a little bit nervous because He's not going to be on the fringe. He's straight constitution. Yeah. What what I don't, un- and again, this isn't my realm of expertise for sure, but just as a, just an average guy like you, Lou, um, if, if the Democrats are, are using up all this ammunition to fight Kavanaugh, right? And, and well, I don't, again, I wasn't there. I don't know if any of this stuff's true. No one knows except the people that were there. Um, but if, if, if they, if he sit, steps down or uh, President Trump pulls him and just puts up his number two choice, all the ammunition's gone, and the the next guy gets confirmed, in, and then the, the court is conservative again. I don't understand well, the but fight. Well, you, you, you think that they're going to stop doing these acquisition, acquisitions when, when uh, he's gone. 
I, I don't think they're going to they're going to stop until Trump basically doesn't. What they're hoping on is in the elections, the midterms, if the Senate goes to the Democrats, then I think they're going to say, hey, wait a minute. We don't want to confirm anybody because, yeah. you know, we're. But, but why don't they? Th- I mean, again, I, this is not my area of expertise. So take it this with a grain of salt. If the conservatives put up a female judge. All right. There goes any chance of your sexual harassment complaints and she'll get confirmed like like Gorsuch was. I don't know. I mean, it's not fair to Kavanaugh if he is innocent, but they can get it done. There'll be a conservative in that seat one way or the other. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Donald Trump's new $1.5 million limo, The Beast. Sounds like it could be my dream car. What's yours? More calls next on The Mark Aram Show. And I would love to be in the room with the Democrats, close the door, you guys are all away outside waiting, and Schumer and his buddies are all in there laughing how they fooled you all. President Trump earlier on his press conference heard here live on WSB Radio, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Our buddy Archibald joins us. Archie, good evening, my friend. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Don Mark. You still talking about automobiles? Yes, sir. What, what's your dream car? Well, uh, last year I went to the British Motor Car Show on North Cross, and I fell in love with a 1902 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine what that would cost. Well, I also looked at a, it, it, a cheap one, a Bentley, a new Bentley. The new Bentley was only 325000 I oh. could live with either one of them. Yeah, no doubt. What did you have for dinner tonight, Arch? I haven't gotten around to eating yet. I'm so. What are you thinking? I'll think of something sooner or later. What do you you don't you don't have any ideas? Anything popping in your head? Yeah, I'll walk across the street to Twins and and guzzle something. All right, fair enough. Make sure you get dinner. It's the third most important meal of the day. Good talk. Good talking with you again, my friend. All uh, you too, Archie. Be safe, my buddy. There he is, Archibald, legendary caller of the Mark Aram Show. You can be a legend, too, like Russ in Gainesville. He'll be up next. Marco and Lilburn hung up. Fool. Sucker. We'll get more of your cars asking about your dream car. I'll take your calls. Still to come on the show, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Dennis Miller will join us talking about Bill Cosby, Donald Trump, and uh, Judge Kavanaugh. A lot of stuff to get to, Longoria. Keep me on a tight uh, schedule here, will you? 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. To the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 807, seven minutes after eight o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, seven to nine p.m. on News 955 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody here, Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo with the sizable ankles on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. 
Still to come, comedian Dennis Miller will join us. We'll pick his brain about uh, the events going on in our nation's capital. Little Sanjay just minutes away with Would You Rather. Uh, An event you heard here live on WSB, a wide-ranging press conference from President Donald Trump. Talked about a lot of things. In case you missed it, a brief recap from ABC Radio News. The accusations of sexual misconduct against Judge Kavanaugh from three different women, President Trump called false. But when Christine Blasey Ford tells her story to Congress, the president said he could hear something that causes him to pull Kavanaugh's nomination. I do want to hear what she says. And maybe she'll say, I could be convinced of anything. The president conceded his opinion about the accusations against Kavanaugh has absolutely been influenced by sexual misconduct allegations lodged against him in the past. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. That big uh, hearing tomorrow with Kavanaugh and his accuser uh, starting at 10 a.m., Deb Green tells me. Jamie Dupree will be in the room, one of the few reporters selected to cover that. He'll be providing live updates for us uh, throughout, uh, throughout the day tomorrow on Atlanta's Morning News. The big Trump story that I want to talk about today, though, is The Beast. That is the name of his new limousine, $1.5 million tricked-out limo. It's a 20,000-pound fortified Cadillac CT6 stretch sedan which can spew out a smoke screen, fire tear gas, and like that old video game, leave an oil slick on the road to thwart a car chase. It also comes with a blood bank with emergency supply of the president's blood. Other medical goodies in there, too, a defibrillator. I feel like it's missing the ability to hover. A hovercraft. Maybe. Something. Maybe it can, and they just don't want to tell us. So uh, in honor of the beast, what is your dream automobile? I don't really don't have one. i got to think about it. If you could have one car, don't worry about cost, insurance, anything. What is your dream car? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. David's in Tyrone. David, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing very fine. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What's your dream automobile? It is called a PAL, P-A-L-V, as in Victor. PAL-V. All right, I'm going to Google this. Tell me about it. It, it is a push button, and they actually have this thing working. That's a flying car. Yes, sir. Holy smokes! Look at that thing. It looks yes, like sir. a it looks like a cricket that I found in my house yesterday. I had a cricket in my house. <laughs> that's that's pretty amazing. Now I've got a suggestion for the beast. Yeah. Let the Republicans keep the beast. The next time Democrats get their uh, global warming president elected, let's give him a big wheel. Oh, well, can you do it? Is there a Prius limousine? Does Prius make a well, limo? See, but it costs so much <laughs> greenhouse gas to make a Prius. We just do a big wheel. Just do a big wheel. I, you know what? I don't know, think I ever owned a big wheel. I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. That was a, that. If you're a kid, that was a badass uh, mode of transportation. <laughs> yeah, with a little handbrake on the side. Yeah. Did you have a big wheel in Montana, Chuck? I did. Really? Yep. Mom, if you're listening, text me on the Piccadilly text line. I don't think I ever had a big. I might. What? I don't think so. I didn't have a bike till late either. I used to get hand-me-down bikes for my cousins. Um, and I, I remember the first bike, the actual first bike that was my own, like a brand-new bike. It was yeah. a Silver Beauty from J.C. Penney or Caldor or something. But I don't remember You don't remember a big, a big wheel? wheel. I, wore, I drove that thing so much I wore the front wheel off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember that. I remember of them. But I don't remember me personally sad. ever owning one. Uh, yeah, that is sad. I'll wait to hear from my mom on the Piccadilly text line on that. Mike's in Swanee. Oh, Mike, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I like one of the cards from the from one of the James Bond movies or the Batmobile or the Green Hornet car. I was going to mention two people yesterday. You, you didn't get to mention 
Gary Coleman and um, I forget. I mean, what were we talking about? I forget the other one. Falcon Grace. Oh, Ga- yeah, Gary Paul Coleman. He didn't. He didn't do anything bad. He just didn't have any more acting I jobs. Yeah, I forget the other one. I was thinking. Do you of. remember that video when Gary Coleman? Like, I. I mean, I loved Gary Coleman growing up. Different Strokes and all those great little movies. The Boy in Center Field or whatever. I don't remember the name of it. Anyway, his acting career dried up, and there's a video of him working as a security guard at a parking lot. I remember that. And there's a video of him jumping on the hood Seriously? of a car. Try to find that, Deb. Okay. It, it's the saddest thing ever. Rest in peace, Gary Coleman. He got a raw deal. I think his parents stole all his money. Yeah. So he, a lot of those 80s, late 70s, 80s actors, so he's like kid a, actors, really. A late 40s little person. Famous. One time, one of the most famous people. Oh, yeah. And he's working as a security guard, which is a fine job to have. I'm not... But, like, he had to jump up on uh, some guy's hood because he wouldn't pay for parking or something. Oh, no. It was the saddest thing I ever saw. Like, this, that guy should have been taken care of for life. Yeah. He provided so much joy. Well, that one, that the uh, Cosby Show actor who was. Yeah, exactly. Just at Trader Joe's. Working at Trader Joe's. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, my, I've got to tell you a funny story before we get to our favorite little guy that makes us laugh, Sanjay. So, Maya's mom was in town from. Uh, from Japan last was week. Was this right? the funny story you're going to tell us at the beginning? No, this oh. is, that's another funny story. So Maya's mom is in, from Japan. She used to live in Atlanta, so she she's familiar with it. Speaks, you know, decent English. And and Maya was asking her, my girlfriend, where she wants to go in Atlanta. Like, what do you want? What do you want to do? Blah blah blah. So she named a couple of restaurants. Willie's. We went to Willie's. Blah, blah. <laughs> and she's like, I want to go shopping at Chipper Jones's. And Maya's like, What? She goes, Yeah, I heard, I heard there's a great grocery store named Chipper Jones. <laughs> She's talking about Trader Joe's. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was. I was on the floor laughing. I was on the floor laughing. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. Great grocery store. <laughs> All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. It's time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? It's he's a guru, he's a soothsayer, he's a truth seeker. He is not Gary Coleman. He joins us every Wednesday on the Mark Aram Show. Same height. Same height but more talented and alive. He is little Sanjay, a.k.a. Silky the Luckbox. Silky, did you ever have a uh, big wheel growing up in Alabama? I rode my big wheel down the driveway to get my mail this afternoon. <laughs> no, he still has it. I got a text oh, from my yeah. mom on the Piccadilly text line. I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, quote, you never had a big wheel. I didn't like that you couldn't be seen from the car. Your first bike was from Green Stamps when you were six. Yellow, I think. So that I, I, I remembered correctly. She didn't think it was a safe mode of transportation. Because it was so low to the ground. Why is that funny to you, Debbie? It's a big wheel. Yeah. My, my mom, off of it. No, my mom didn't want me to run. She didn't want to run over Other me. cars. Why would she yeah. run over you in your own driveway? Because, like, if I'm in the big wheel and she's backing out of the driveway and she can't see me because it's so low. You couldn't see the car? I'm, I, I'm a kid. What? I don't know. Yeah, she could have just stopped you from going to the street. I, thank you, Mom, for protecting me <laughs> from getting run over from a car. You're a good mom. Forget what Deb Green says. <laughs> anyway... Sanjay's going to uh, ask us unanswerable questions. We'll try to answer them. Please feel free to play along in your car. First question, Silky. All right, number one. Would you rather get punched by a womanly man or get punched by a manly woman? Manly woman. Manly woman. Because I won't punch back. I won't punch a woman back. And I don't want to get arrested for assault. So, manly woman. I Deb? think I have been punched by both. <laughs> really? Well, probably at a You're concert. You're such a rebel rouser. <laughs> so do you, do you want to choose one? It doesn't matter. It's the same. All right. Yeah. 
uh, Chuck, manly woman or womanly man? I have been punched by a manly woman, and because I couldn't punch back, I'll pick the the womanly man. You want to punch at least back? I can sock him back. I got you, uh, Longoria. Yeah, womanly man. Womanly man. Yeah. This I feel isn't like it about retaliation only. I mean, like a womanly man probably punches less hard than, than a manly, manly woman. woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. It wouldn't hurt as much, and I can punch him back. All right. Fair yeah. Enough. See, I'm a lover, not it's a fighter. Plus, plus. Yeah, you're, you're nice I'll take guy. the punch and say, all right, you get out of your system now. <laughs> Manly woman. There was once a fight, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't there for this, but um, so my buddy Lena went to Fairfield University, and he brought a bunch of his buddies back to my hometown of Torrington. And, you know, they're frat boy, drunk kind of college kids, and they get into, like, this scuffle at this bar in my hometown. And there was a guy named Carlos Adamas who uh, I played football with. Nice guy, not the brightest guy in the world. And this guy, uh, Pete Vitale, starts starts a fight with him. They go outside the bar. Vitale picks up a brick from the side of the road, oh, smashes it against Carlos's head. And Carlos just looks at him. He's like, why did you do that, man? <laughs> that's when you know you might be in trouble. That's, yeah, that's when you're in trouble. Now, I wouldn't have believed because I wasn't there to witness this. But I, I heard from numerous sources that this is true. And I verified it with Carlos years later. Yeah. And he just looked at me and said, like, why would you do that, man? <laughs> That's when Peter Vitale knew he was done. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's about, I would have ran at that yeah, point. He's about to get his ass kicked by a manly man. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, uh, next question, Silky. I'm sorry, buddy. All right, number two. Would you rather be 60 years old and have a million dollars in the bank or be 18 years old and be homeless. 18 and homeless. Deb Green. Sure, 18 and homeless. Chuck? What was the first option? 60 with a million or 18 and homeless? Why would you want to be 18 and homeless? Because you got your whole rest of your life to, to earn that million dollars, to have fun again. Uh, nah, I'll take 60, 60 and a million. million. Yeah, 60 and wow. a million. No, I, give, me, give me those teen years again. Jeez. Eh. Yeah. Let me run wild. Weren't you homeless I did that when you once. Were I don't know what I would do. I was different. not homeless when I was 18. I lived <laughs> in, a, like in college. I lived so in you a really dorm. Have a home. Yeah, I lived in a dorm. Next question, Silk. All right. Would you rather work eight hours a day, five days a week for an entire year, or work eight hour days for 260 days straight and have the remaining 105 days off? So basically work nine months straight. Yeah. Um, eight months straight. Let me think about that. You answer first, Deb. I got to um, think about that. I'll I'll just do the long days. That's fine. I mean, I work in radio. It's not hard. No, it's a regular day, right? Just just there regular eight hour days that's, for five days a week, sixty yeah, days in fine. a row, no days off. Yeah. So you want a normal schedule? Or you want to work nine straight months? Is the question? Yeah, I'll just do a normal schedule. Normal schedule, fine. Chuck. I would do the nine straight months. Yeah, I'll do I, the nine straight months. Yeah, I, I say that, but I off. I say that, but you know, you know that feeling when you get to Friday and you're like, finally Friday. Well, for years you're I, not gonna have that feeling for nine months. Like, yeah, but for years, yeah, but I at had the end of that jobs. eighth month, <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, yeah, finally. My gut says do the nine months straight. I know I could, but I, I think I would lose my mind. It, if it went much past that, you would, but you'd be surprised how fast that goes. By. All right, next question, Silk. All right, if you were stuck in a thirty-story building that's about to fall, would you rather be on the top floor or the bottom floor? Assuming you can't get out. Okay. Um, top floor. Um, I have no reason for that other than yeah, top you floor. You can't get out? Yeah, you're done. It doesn't done. matter? You're dead yeah, you either way. you can't get out. It doesn't matter. Yeah, bottom floor. 
I'm gonna say top because I feel like for the for a split second you could ride that yeah, down ride and the wave, maybe survive it. There's somehow yeah, you would that's, actually. That's my my, yeah. my thing. I yeah, think if top. you're on the bottom, there's no question you're squishing. All right, last top. one, Silky. Okay, last one. Would you read? Do you know what a life straw is? Nope. Life straw is this thing that you can basically stick into any water. It's like a syringe. You pull water through it and it filters it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay? Okay. Like to drink to drinkable water. Those are illegal Would in you, uh, California, by the way. Life straws? All straws are are illegal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> would you rather? Would you drink? Excuse me. Would you rather drink out of a toilet or a puddle if you had a life straw? Puddle. I do a puddle. Oh, toilet. Are you nuts? Yeah. Agreed. I'm assuming the toilet's Go been ahead. flushed. Yeah. No, he yeah. Didn't oh, yeah. Say I that. Didn't he didn't say that. Okay. Toilet's been flushed. Oh, yeah. toilet. Yeah, I'll still do a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> toilet. Longoria. Yeah. Toilet. All right. Toilet or the Rio Grande. Longoria. The Rio Grande. All right. There you go. Because I crossed it. <laughs> Sanjay. Good job, buddy. Sorry we had to uh, limit your time today, but I had to get that Carlos Damas brick in the head story. Uh, find Sanjay on Facebook. Brass Tax Accounting, the official accounting. Uh, unit agency of uh, Low T Chuck, Longoria, Deb Green, and Buford. Uh, it's almost tax season. Almost tax season. Silky the Luckbox on Instagram. Later, dude. Peace. All right, coming back with more of your calls. It's Mark Aram Show. All right, back to the phones. Russ joins us in uh, the lovely hamlet of Gainesville. Russ. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. You know, I have, a, I have a car and I have a question. Okay. Which do you want first? Car. Give me the car. I'm looking at something called a Hennessy Venom F5. It goes 300 miles an hour. And, all right. I'm going to Google that. Now ask your question. I was curious about the beast. Who insures it? And what do you think it costs? I believe it's a State Farm and it's uh, about 179 a month. For the beast? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, that Venom looks... That's hot, Russ. You could do damage up in Gainesville. Look at that car, Deb. That... What, eh, really? Eh. Can you imagine? You know, I could be in Gainesville to WSB in, I don't know, five minutes. Yeah, that's that's a nice-looking car. Well done, Russ. I might steal that. The Venom 5F. F5. Does it say F5. how much it is? It says it's uh, 179 a month. Not bad. No money down. <laughs> Russ, I got to run. I love you, buddy. We'll talk to you uh, not not manana, maybe Friday. Coming back with more of your calls, and Dennis Miller will join us, 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 837, 23 in front of 9. A couple of quick calls before Dennis Miller joins us. Uh, the president's new limo, the Beast, $1.5 million. Quickly, what is your dream car? John's in Stockbridge. John, thanks for hanging on so long. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, great. Thanks, guys. Uh, first time on the show. Too. Welcome aboard. Uh, yeah, man, i tell you what, that Beast, uh, I, that would be a nice car, I guess, if you're in uh, Trump's position. But I would like to take that thing to a track one day myself. See how and fast just it can drive go. Drive the heck out of it. 
but uh, yeah, man, I've I've been blessed to be able to have a few muscle cars throughout the years, and uh, I guess I probably own my dream car. Which is? I have, I have a 1966 uh 427 corvette convertible oh my goodness and uh it's uh it's got low miles on it it's all original and uh just deb green just got the vapors i I wouldn't be able to have that car today if i had to buy it again yeah no doubt deb just got the vapors what do you want to bet so they call this car the beast what do you want to bet uh the president refers to it as hilda beast pull hilda beast around will you we got to go downtown. We got to go to McDonald's. Bring up, bring around Hildebeest. You know that's happening, right? Uh, Matthew's up next in the show. Matthew, what's your dream car, my friend? Hey, man, my dream car I'm working on right now is a 1967 GTO. It's got a, uh, I got a 706 in it. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm. Li- I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm jealous as I'm looking up what this looks like. That's a hell of a looking car. Yeah, it's a 706 cubic inch engine that um, the design four link rear end. It's got the original uh, Muncie. Um, Matthew McConaughey wants to know if you got the engine uh, out of the back of a comic book. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> Remember that in days of confused where they're uh, making fun of the cars. <laughs> right. Stephanie's up next to the show. Steph, uh, what's your dream car? Anything restored from the 1940s, Ooh. or my uh, first love was a 1963 American Motors Gremlin. Look that one up. A 63 Gremlin. That would be cool. <laughs> Andy, real quick, what's your uh, what's your dream car, buddy? What's going on, Mark? Um, I got one that's going to put them all to bed, brother. Okay. Um, you can get a replica of this car for about 500K. It's a 1929 Model J Duesenberg. Let me see. 1929 model J Duesenberg. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes sir. That's uh that's a fancy looking that's automobile. A wow. Hey, every every one of them is custom made. There's no two alike on the planet. Uh you tell them what kind of car you wanted, then they send it off to the engine guy and you told him how much power you wanted. That's a, let's see what the f- for sale is. <laughs> Uh, I don't, it doesn't even say. I don't even think they're any for sale right now. That's like a great Gatsby car right there. That's that's nice. That might be my dream car now. All right, uh, from the Dennis Miller Minute, heard every uh, night on the Mark Aram Show, it's Dennis Miller. All right. Did, did you watch the, the conference, by the way? Yeah. He is a piece of work. Yeah. Any, uh, any, any comments on that, uh, on, on what we just heard here on WSB Radio? Um, when he says it's all a con job, I, I believe that. I've believed that about how, uh, show, show business and politics for years. When I look at the people in the crowd, the way they react to them, other than Acosta, who's buttering his bread, acting like Trump's an insane man, you can tell they don't think this cat's insane. Indeed, these are so agile and candid, these press conferences. Don't, don't you periodically – I don't think I've ever seen anybody in the public eye be this uh, at ease and sort of – straightforward with these exchanges. I don't look at him and think he's crazy. I think who else is this candid with people? Why Why do you think um, he doesn't do it more often? Because he seems to enjoy them. He seems to, you know, enjoy the back and forth with the reporters. Why Why is it so well, long in between? Did, how, many, how many has he done and how many did Obama do? I mean, I think he does more than mostly anybody, right? Or I might be wrong there. You might tell me, no, no, Obama was doing them regularly. seems to me that Trump, on a day like this, to think that with all the stuff he's got going on in New York and with the Kavanaugh stuff, he would just walk out there and, I don't know, I watched around an hour of it. I think it was still going. 
and just start fielding questions live uh, shows me that the cat is uh, much less guarded and much less protected and much less shielded and much more uh, red, much more inclined to engage than other presidents I've seen. So you really look at it and think, what he's shut off from the people? Because I think between these speeches I watch him give and the pressers, where they all just hate his guts and he still stands there, I think, wow, this, this cat has a firm belief in himself. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, but the uh, the solo press conference, it's been, I think, five months since his last one. I mean, he definitely does give the speeches and gives the one-on-one interviews, but just something like that, like that, uh, w- what we just heard was was pretty amazing. You know, I well, just... I'd, be, I'd have to go back. I'd be speaking out to see how many Obama did. And uh, I remember when Hillary was running, somebody pointed out to her it had been a year since she last on the press conference. Yeah, I do so remember I, that, I, yeah. I find like uh, I, I find the guy uh, is pretty eager to engage, and trust me, a press conference for Trump is a lot heavier lifting than a press conference for Obama was. I mean, really, you'd have people standing up almost crying talking to Obama. With this, you have people standing up just shouting over him. Uh, they want a third question, please. I thought, and I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember any of that with Obama. Talking to Dennis Miller, I want you to. Uh... Open up the mayonnaise jar on Funkin' Wagnall's uh, porch and tell me what you see in the future. Um, is is Judge Kavanaugh going to be Justice Kavanaugh? What's going to happen after tomorrow, do you think? Um, no idea. I, 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 like the president, I want to hear what everybody has to say. Uh, Kavanaugh looked uh, like he could not believe the uh, Buford Pusser stick he's been walloped with when I saw him with Martha McCallum. And I walked away thinking, whoa, this guy better... It's going to be a freak show tomorrow, and he better bring his game. But I don't know what they're bringing. I don't know anything about these women. I haven't heard. I've heard some of the stories, but I'd just like to don't. don't is it not funny that we all live in a time where we want to make our decisions before we've even heard the stuff? Aren't, aren't you intrigued to see tomorrow? I am. I I'm I very. Watch. Yeah, but I know when I. Do you know anything now? Or are you prone to go one way or the other? I, I, I just think, wow, what a great country that the, uh, you know. We'll get to hear them both tomorrow, and everybody can make their mind up. I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious to see what we hear tomorrow. And it's uh, ironic that our own WSB radio reporter Jamie Dupree will be in the uh, in the conference and one of the few reporters there. What what I find amazing is that people that are pro uh, Kavanaugh or pro the accusers are 100 percent sure it either happened or didn't. I wasn't there. You weren't there, Dennis Miller. The only people that really know are the, are going to be the two people in the room tomorrow, uh, Doctor Ford and and Judge Kavanaugh. I just it, it's crazy to me that people are dead set, one hundred percent sure it either did or didn't happen. Well, it's the subjectification of the empirical. Eventually, two plus two is going to equal what you feel it is. And I think right now we've just got people who literally have not heard the two people speak and be engaged by. Uh, an inquisitor, uh, and they have indeed made up their mind. It's one of the things I find endearing about Trump, just in front of a live audience. The woman reeled him in with the first question, and then she comes over with the jab and says, so you're saying that uh, you could hear something tomorrow where Brett Kavanaugh's, and he says, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, thing. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, who else, who else? You know how guarded they all are. How, how long have you been watching politics where you think nobody ever says anything? Trump's full-throatedly say, hey, I believe he's a great guy. Then they said, so you're saying, though, there's something you could see tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's pretty – that's different than politics as usual. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, let me ask you about what we talked about on the show last night. 
Um, Bill Cosby um, being sentenced to, to prison between three and ten years. Uh, in my mind, perhaps the, the greatest fall from grace we've ever seen. And have you uh, had any interactions with Bill Cosby in the past and, and your thought about his career and, and what it's come to now? Well, listen, man, uh, you know, uh, for whatever they've accused Kavanaugh of uh, at this point, I don't think it's within, you know, to start conflating. I've heard people conflating him with Cosby. You're talking about 60 women who came forward. So how many, what are you putting it, north of 100? Yeah, What's your over <laughs> it's north of 100 forward? for sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, but the cat who was in his heyday as handsome, as cool, as connected, and as rich as anybody, he could have gotten laid five times a day just on, <laughs> you know, playing the games mm-hmm. by the, the rules, and he got off on knocking them out with Rufinals and having sex with, in essence, a person who wasn't even there for it, and he is a monster, man. So, you know, uh, I can see at 81, you make it 3 to 10, but it's so at least it's etched in stone at 3. I think if he's a younger man, but he had intimidated all these chicks, he would have went away for a much longer time. It's monstrous, his behavior. All that being said, I just got off the phone with David Spade literally a minute before I talked to you, and uh, Spade was calling him Bill Crosby. Oh, <laughs> Talking to Dennis Miller. I said, the, go I ahead. Said, am I, do you have a bad connection here? Did you call him pill? <laughs> well, I know was it pill or liquid form? That that would that would be the key there. All I know is that uh, when you hear that, you think, "What a pig!" Good, but it, it has got to be a surreal trip for the guy who is in stir tonight, and they bring the cause in to be his roommate. <laughs> I was actually I, thinking about that. I I think if you're gonna be locked up. You might as well have a comedian as a roommate. I mean, at least be entertained by the man. He, well, and- I saw Cos once. He did three and a half hours in a stool. And uh, so, yeah, he's going to talk his roommate's ass off. <laughs> All I know is I thought of that Shawshank thing where they walk you down the midway or your first night there, the fish, and everybody's screaming. Fresh fish. I remember thinking, <laughs> this is the one time you do not want to show up in one of those brown and royal blue Cosby sweaters, my friend, because yeah. you don't want to draw attention to yourself. You don't want to go into stir in the bad sweater. <laughs> Dennis Miller joins us. The Miller Minute heard every night here on the Mark Aram Show. Dennis, always a pleasure, brother. Thank you. All right. Good luck. Final segment of the show. We're off tomorrow for Bulldog Hotline Friday. Big show. We got comedians. We got Greek food. We've got uh, a lot of fun scheduled for Friday. Uh, wrapping up tonight's broadcast, your dream car. Taylor joins us in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, welcome to the show. How are you, my dear? I'm good. How are y'all? Long well, time to talk. No no kidding. How, what's your dream car, Taylor? You know what? I really want my 94 Civic restored back to its original glory and back in my possession. I loved that thing. I drove it for 11 years. If you treat Chuck nice, nice enough, he'll he'll track that down for you and make it happen. Oh, I know where it's at. Oh, where is it? It's, uh, I sold it to my buddy Daryl, and his aunt's got it. Listen, Daryl's aunt, if you're listening, give the freaking car back to Taylor. And his other brother, Daryl. And his other brother, Daryl. Taylor, by the way, not a fan of Jägermeister, I found out. No. Oh, God, no. What? I just wanted to, I didn't want blood in the truck, in the car, so I figured Jägermeister looks like blood, so that was why. I'm not endorsing Jägermeister by any stretch of the imagination. Wait, you think Jägermeister looks like blood? Well, the closest liquor that looks like blood. 
guess. Right? I mean, it's a dark, murky well, kind of. pretty black. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got black blood. What, okay. You didn't know black Jews, and sappy. You didn't know Jews had black blood? <laughs> I did not know yeah. that you were yeah. using black Jews blood. Jews nugget. Uh, T, uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, Lee is in Noonan. Lee, what is your dream car? Uh, you're going to laugh, but it's a 1958 Edsel Citation. I'm not laughing at all. That's a classic automobile. <laughs> did you ever own one? No, sir. I'm, I'm looking for one. I got two more years to retire, and I'm going to go ahead and look for one before I leave this old world. I forgot. Um, I do have a dream car. Those little Japanese trucks that I saw in Japan. <laughs> oh, I forgot about That's my those. dream car. I, I, people keep sending me things. I just don't, I don't want to buy anything on Craigslist, you know? Like, there's, there's a bunch of them available on Craigslist in, like, South Carolina. I just... Get one of your weird buddies from back home to do it. Nicky Bones? Yeah, right. that's a guy. What's the funny should, story you're going to tell us? That's a guy who should be buying things on Craigslist. Oh. You don't know if you have time? I don't have time. We'll do Star of the Show. I'll give you a preview of it. I want to do this next week on the show. And now, are you guys ready yeah. for the Mark Aram Star uh, of the Just show. to be quick and fair, I'm Star of the Show. If, if we were in the Stone Ages, <laughs> if we were in the Stone Ages, would I be a hunter or a gatherer? Gatherer, You'd be a nester. I'm a gatherer. Yeah, would be. I'm definitely a gatherer, right? Yeah, you're not a hunter. No, there's no way. I'd be. I'm a fisherman. That's part of gathering, I guess. Yeah. I just. I want to have fun with that. What would you be, a hunter or a gatherer? I think it's a funny idea. All right. I know what Chuck is. Yeah. Longora, I think we'd, you'd be a hunter. I think he'd be a hunter. Yeah, I'd be a hunter. Yeah. Deb, definitely a hunter. Definitely. Definitely a hunter. All right, we'll talk about that next week. Off tomorrow, Big Show Friday. We will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. And on Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.